Hello. As some of you may know, my cousin Andrew Roberts is a Flutie Fellow, which is a part of the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation for Autism. This has inspired me to get involved with the Flutie Foundation, which helps people and families affected by autism live life to the fullest. If you love cereal like me, consider buying Flutie Flake cereal. The link is in the description below. The Flutie 5K is on October 16th at Lookout Farm. The link to register is in the description of this episode. Finally, if you would like to contribute to this cause directly, the link to donate to the Flutie Foundation is the first link in the description below. Help Andrew and myself support this cause. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. Joining me live back from Massachusetts, Andrew Roberts. Andrew, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me once again. Yep, absolutely. So after a long and very, very, very tiring midterm week, where at this point we are just making it through. We've made it through, but I am now extremely tired. And oh, you had midterms also. Yeah, it was midterms week. So, but football does not stop. I did catch the entire Thursday night football game, the entire Monday night football game, Sunday night football. I caught everything. So trust me, folks, you are in good hands. This week it's week six. I know that's crazy. Week six. All right, we are a third of the way through the entire NFL season. And uh, today we got a stardom sitem for fantasy. I got a lot of stardoms. I got a lot of sitems for you. Um, I have some of my own as well. So. All right, my first sitem this week. He is on my fantasy team, and he is not very good. That would be Russell Wilson. I have him on it as a sitem. Um, I, I think that there are a lot of good quarterbacks that you can get out there in leagues right now. So currently, I'm starting Kirk Cousins, who, by the way. Hint, hint, will be on my stardom list. Um, I have Russell Wilson, though, and here's why. Um, it's Monday Night Football versus the Chargers, so I do think that that's the makings for a highlight, high-scoring game. However, the games that the Broncos have played this season, they have not put up very many points. Um, and Russell Wilson also was injured. He's, he had, you know, he had, he had a, I think, a torn um, – Shoulder, something with his shoulders been going on, uh, injury, injury to his latissimus dorsi near his right shoulder. Um, I, I just, I'm not in love with him as a player right now, as as a fantasy player. I think he's a super sit him this week. Um, I want to see this team grow a little bit more. Um, and I feel like the Chargers are just a team he's not going to be able to do that again. All right, I got Russell Wilson on my sit him this week, Andrew. Okay, Russell Wilson wasn't even really on my radar as a potential start. One sit-up that I have for this week, I would say Joe Burrow at the New Orleans Saints. Saints have a very tough defense, yep. and I see this being a low-scoring kind of game. T. Higgins is banged up. It's just not the kind of week that you want to be using Burrow in. And honestly, I think the Bengals, since the Saints have even more injuries on offense than Cincy, the Bengals are going to be in – kind of a comfortable offensive position. They won't need to score many points. They'll probably just run the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't see Burrow throwing that many touchdowns. And, again, tough Saints defense. So even if he is throwing the ball, it's not going to be as easy as it usually is for him. Burrow's kind of 
at times disappointed during this season. And without T. Higgins, I don't see him being the same quarterback. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, again, the stardom sit unless you're, you're, we're talking about guys who are kind of either either good or kind of in that middle range. We're not talking about like 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 obviously if you have Austin Eckler on your team, you're gonna start him either way. Like there's an, even if he's not gonna have a great week, you're still gonna start him. So I think that's something just fair to mention um, before we go forward. Like we're not gonna say, oh, sit Jonathan Taylor. Like obviously if you have Jonathan Taylor, you're gonna start him. Like there is n- no case scenario where you wouldn't. So just a little bit of a. Of a disclaimer. Right, exactly. All right. Another sit for me. Not been a fan of him this so far this season. I think it's a big sit this week. Ezekiel Elliott. Um, listen, he splits carries with Tony Pollard, but more specifically, he's going against his Philadelphia run defense, which is very, very good. I think that's a tough start for Zeke. Um, it's going to be a, a high-flying Philadelphia Eagles offense, so if they're able to put up points – I think you're probably going to see that run game for Dallas kind of dissipate more so than in past weeks. I think Zeke is a sit this week for me. No, Zeke is also on my sit list. I think it's just too tough a matchup in Philadelphia. But another guy who I have on my sit list for running backs is James Robinson. He's a very matchup-dependent running back in general, and he's going up against the Colts team. In week two, he tore him apart, but that was when – DeForest Buckner was banged up. Shaquille Leonard was banged up. Those guys are back now. That run defense is going to crack down on Robinson. And I feel like this is going to be a revenge game of sorts for the Colts. So the Jaguars are going to be playing from behind. If there's any Jaguars running back to start, it would be ETN. And even ETN I'm a little bit concerned about. But yeah. James Robinson is definitely a sit All right. My final sit at least for the running backs, um, Najee Harris, I think that this game against Tampa Bay is not going to be a friendly game for the Tampa Bay or for the Steelers run defense. Um, I think he's going to put up under 10 points probably. Um, the Steelers offense look awful and they're going up against what I consider to be one of the best defenses in the NFL um, with a rookie quarterback who started one game going against Tom Brady, who you know is they're going to take long drives. I just feel like this is a recipe for disaster. Najee, who hasn't had a great season thus far, who put up um, six points last week. I feel like you're going to get the same number this week. Najee Harris, final running back sit him for me. Yeah, no, Harris is a tough guy to sit just because a lot of people drafted him as their RB1. This is true. And yeah, so it's, it's a little bit tough to sit him, but I do see where you're coming from with that one. Another sit him for me is A.J. Dillon against the Jets. I think it's become pretty – I mean, the Jets is a nice matchup. Yeah, it's a decent matchup. But I think it's become – like, over the last few weeks, we've started to see Aaron Jones take more of a dominant share of that backfield. And A.J. Dillon's kind of left in a position where unless he has a matchup that's, like, fantasy gold for him, I don't see him producing reliable fantasy numbers. So – um, him as a sit, and then another borderline. Sit. Don't put any Falcons running backs in your lineup. They're going to be in a tough situation with the forty. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a tough one. Uh, that I think is a great call there. All right, I got a stardom. I uh, know I don't know. I will be probably. I'll probably jump back and forth between running backs and wide receivers now. Um, my first favorite stardom wide receiver. DJ Moore this week. I love DJ Moore. He doesn't have Baker Mayfield. He's got PJ Walker this week against the Rams. 
I like this matchup for DJ Moore. He's only got one touchdown on the season. I think he catches at least five catches. He gets at least five catches, at least 50 yards, and I think he gets a touchdown. So I think he's going to be putting up at least 16 points. I think probably more, though. I got him around 17, 18 this week. Okay. So I see where you're coming from with DJ Moore, but – he has to face off against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, but Jalen Ramsey ha- has been mixed this year. Like, let's not look at Jalen Ramsey as a and the end-all, be-all candidate that he used to be, right? I mean, Jalen Ramsey, he's been good, but he's definitely made a lot of mistakes so far this know, season. My concern is if DJ Moore is going up against Ramsey, it might be more of a Robbie Anderson kind of game. In right, but but it's not. But here's the thing. Jalen Ramsey doesn't play, like, on the same guy all game. He plays on one side all game. So, like, schematically, they'll probably. Oh, yeah. I guess he can move around. Right. DJ. So, DJ Moore's, like, he's not going to go up against Ramsey all game. Now, he will go up against him some points. But I just feel like this teams usually get, inv- like, uh, inv- like, like, they really get pumped up after a coach gets fired. Um, so they want to win for, you know, Wilkes. I think that's what happens. I, I like DJ Moore this week. Okay. Panthers receivers aside, I'm like, I think I'm talking about another similar situation here where I think Cortland Sutton has to go up against JC Jackson this week. I'm sure he still puts up solid fantasy numbers, but I think Jerry Judy is going to get more looks than usual in the Denver Broncos first Chargers mm-hmm. game this week. But I have Jerry Judy as a start. Now, Russell Wilson, as you said, has not been producing that well, but he's produced well enough that... Yeah, I mean, he throws a lot of passes, and he, he completes a lot of passes, so you're going to get those yeah, PPR I, I points. There's going to be enough that Sutton and Judy can each get five-ish receptions. I think Judy mm-hmm. finds the end zone in this one, and that's going to make him more of a premium start. This yeah, absolutely, I agree. Fun. Um, I got another stardom, for, or actually sit'em, rather. Um, Deontay Johnson, I mean, no surprise again, I'm picking another Pittsburgh player. Um, George Pickens has been more of a, the favorite target over the past few weeks, although, to be fair, Deontay Johnson get, did get 13 targets last week. However, that wasn't a blowout. You're not He's not going to get six, 13 targets again, um, especially going against a defense like this with Tampa Bay again. They have a very good cornerback core, I think, and I really feel like they get after the quarterback very well, which is something that Pickett's going to have to contend with this weekend. So, Deontay Johnson, sit him. Yeah, I don't know about Deontay. I, I think this is the kind of situation where like, with like the run game being shut down, they're going to have to throw, and they're just going to air that ball out, and that's going to be good for both Pickens and Deontay. A guy I have as a sit this week, I'm sitting him in my lineup, Christian Kirk at the Indianapolis Colts. He has to – Stephon Gilmore, like, not many people talking about him this year because, you know, he had the year where he was injured and people kind of forgot how elite of a corner he is. But he has been a lockdown corner this year. And, I mean, so, that, so that's what we'll have to face if he's on the outside. And then in the times he's playing in the slot, you also have one of the best slot corners in football, Kenny Moore. So no matter where Kirk is lining up, he's going to be facing a very difficult defensive matchup. Uh, The Colts are the number one defense against wide receivers in the league. So I I just don't think this is the week to be starting Christian Kirk. If possible, I'm putting in even 
in my lineup, I'm considering Corey Davis and George Pickens over him. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Corey Davis. Another sit-in for me. I, he's sitting on my bench, and I'm not going to start him. Garrett Wilson at Green Bay. I feel like this is a really tough matchup for him. Um, I don't know if he'll be going up against Jair all game long, but I don't think so. generally, generally speaking, this Packers defense has been very, very good all season long. And I think it's just a tough matchup for a young rookie, for a young quarterback to go up against a defense like this in Green Bay. I think that there are a lot of factors like that. Um, and the Jets' run game has been getting a lot better. So I kind of look at this is not Garrett Wilson's week. I feel like he's going to still have a great season. I just don't think this is his week to, to break through and shine. I disagree there, quite honestly, because I think – Garrett Wilson has been primarily playing the slot. I feel like Elijah Moore is going to draw most of Alexander's coverage. But Garrett Wilson, I think because of Alexander defending on the outside, it's, it's going to be a good game for him because Zach Wilson is going to find him open more often than his other receivers. It's going to make him probably the leader of targets for the Jets in this one. And I think it's going to be – a high-scoring game. Like, Jets are a lot stronger on offense than they are on defense. So, I think that is a better situation for Garrett Wilson than you think it is. I'd even argue that he's a starter for me this week. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, controversy. All right, your next yeah. player. All right, do you want a start or a sit? I could do either. Either. Go whatever you feel like. All right. Well, I, I just gave you another start. So, let, let's let's do another sit here. And I'd say this is honestly, regardless of his injury situation, not a huge fan of Rashad Bateman against the Giants this week because two reasons here. If the Giants continue, if the Giants defense continues to play how it's been playing, that's, that's obviously not going to be good for Bateman. There's, but there's really one of two ways I can see this game playing out. It's either going to be that, or it's going to be a situation where the Ravens are kicking the Giants' ass and don't really need to throw at all. Lamar Jackson, you know how he is. Run, it's a run-heavy offense. I, I feel like I'm liking J.K. Dobbins this week against the Giants, but Bateman, I'm not really a fan. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, all right, another stardom for you. Um, that that same Jacksonville versus Colts game. Got to start him. I think you got to start him after last week. Alec. Pierce, one of my favorite players going into the season. He's boomed two straight weeks. He had nine targets last week. And quite honestly, Michael Pittman has not set himself apart. He's been, quite frankly, a dud so far this season. Um, and Ooh, I don't know about that. And Matt Ryan's got to throw the ball to somebody, all right? And I think Alec Pierce is starting to rack up those targets. Again, he was going against Denver, who has a very good defense. I mean, again... They held the Colts to 12 points, so I think that tells you all you need to know. Against Jacksonville, I feel like Pierce is going to have more room to run. I feel like if you got, you know, a, a flex position where you got a couple of different guys, I feel like Pierce is definitely one of those guys you can throw in and start. Okay, Michael. But I, I understand that Michael Pittman struggled against the Titans. I understand he struggled against Patrick Sertain and the Broncos. He had one good week. He had a 27. You have to remember what he did. No, week one, nine receptions. That was Houston. That was Houston. All right. Back week three, 
for another eight receptions and 72 yards. Right. So but but here's the thing. I'd, I'd say that's two really good games. All right. He still put up 10-ish points against Sertain, who's been one of the best corners in the league. Okay. I think this week against Jacksonville, Pittman's going to hog up too many of the targets for Pierce to be considered. See, I, I disagree. And, here, and here's why. And here's why. Against Houston, right? Against Houston, what was the score at the end of the first half? 20 to 0 Houston. So all second half, the Colts are playing from behind. And when you're playing from behind, what does that mean? It means you're throwing the football, right? And so to me, I look at that game and I say to myself, okay, but that's when the the, the Colts at their most offensive pass heavy gameplay, right? Last week against Denver, who wasn't in the lineup? Jonathan Taylor, right? So who wasn't hogging up like 20 carries a game, right? And Naeem Hines went out, so they weren't dumping it off as much, right? So I feel like there are other factors. Again, in that Kansas City game, I'll give them credit. That 15 points, I think that's very solid. But Kansas City's secondary hasn't been great. I feel like Jacksonville... How do you expect, if you're making all these arguments that like, it's going to be like a game where the Colts are close or ahead against Jacksonville. If you're making that argument, yeah, maybe Pittman won't have the kind of game he did week one. How do you expect Pierce to have the kind of game, that kind of I feel like Pierce is going to get more targets than Pittman this week. I think he's going to out-target Sharon. I mean, last week he did, and I think this week Pittman gets 12 targets. I think it really has to do with who Pittman has for a cornerback matchup. That's when Ryan really, oh, Pittman's not getting open. I'll go to Pierce, but if Pittman is wide open, I I, I don't know, man. I I feel like Pierce is more of a red zone target too. Pittman hasn't been getting as many looks. I feel like Pierce is more of that red zone target. I, that's just me. Again, I'm not saying you should not start Pittman. I just feel like if you have Pierce, maybe throw him a bone. I feel like he'll come up big for you this week. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit hesitant in a game that I think is going to be heavy in the Colts' favor. I feel like. With Jonathan Taylor back, they're just going to run, run, run. Hey, that's true. All right, next player for you. All right. I'm going to go back to the running back position briefly here because there's a guy that we haven't talked about yet that I think we absolutely have to talk about. Ramondre Stevenson, I think, is a must-start against the Cleveland Browns. Absolutely. And, okay, first of all, Let's start. Damian Harris is out. That automatically makes Stevenson a workhorse. And Belichick in the press conference after the game on Sunday, I have not heard him more enthusiastic about a player in a long, long time. He said, great all-around back, love him. That makes me think that even... That's like a love poem. That's That's like a love poem from Bill Belichick right there. Yeah, like Stevenson could be that guy, not just this week, but in the long run, and, and to add to it, the Browns have are one of the worst run defenses in the league. I think it's going to be a field day for Stevens, and I'm expecting not just RB2 numbers, RB1 numbers. Yeah, same. Okay, so I actually have breaking news out of um, Arizona as well as Los Angeles. I got two more must-starts for you this week. Number one. Daryl Henderson must start. Cam Akers is officially out. We do not know why. Cam Akers is out. Daryl Henderson is in. Must start. The second running back, I just put him in my lineup. 
James Conner has been ruled out for week six. Eno Benjamin, I picked him up this week, must start against the Seattle Seahawks, who have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Um, two must-starts for you there, Andrew. I mean, if you have him on your team, I just put Eno Benjamin in, just as you, we were talking. You beat me to Eno. I had a claim in for Eno in our league, and you were higher on the waiver order, ended up getting him. Yeah, that's so, the beauty of being I, a bad I, team, I'm all right? Two absolute must-starts this week. I think you got to go with them. Um, Eno Benjamin, Daryl Henderson, Rahad Mondre Stevenson. Listen, when that RB1 is out, throw them in. They're going to get you points. Eno Benjamin is projected 15 points this week. 15 points against yeah. Seattle. That's huge. Little, little shout-out to Melvin Gordon, too, with Javante Williams out. That's true, but he's been out for a little – has this been a little bit different? But, yes, yes, yeah. I do agree. All right, um, I think it's still my turn. I know I had that little announcement. All right, I got to give you guys another stardom, though. And this is a quarterback. Geno Smith must start. I think you got to start him. The way he's been playing this season, he's been one of arguably the most consistent quarterbacks. He's had only one bad game, and that was against, I think, the best defense in the NFL, San Francisco. The past two weeks, he's had over 30 points. Like, And, and his stat numbers, by the way, I mean, these aren't crazy numbers, right? He had 268 and three touchdowns. Like, that is manageable against a New Orleans defense, which is pretty good. They're going against Arizona. I feel like you're going to get maybe a little bit of a weirder game, but I feel like he's going to put you, get you at least 25 this week. Geno Smith is a must-start for me. Yeah, so I have, for quarterbacks, I think I, I definitely agree with Kirk Cousins, definitely agree with Geno. I'll give you one more. He's a guy that early in the season people were thinking, like, he's not the same this year and not going to be a reliable fantasy option anymore. But I think he's proven over the last few weeks and is going to continue to prove this week that he is still an elite quarterback in this league and in fantasy. Tom Brady against that – Okay, that was the next player I was going to say. I literally was just looking at him. Go you you I you talk about him, I'll talk about him because I think we're right on the money on this one. Yeah, I I think Brady it's gonna be a clinic against these Pittsburgh Steelers. Not even a close game, but you, the Buccaneers are not the type of team to just run the ball when they're ahead. Brady ha has the capability to keep throwing it. Okay, let let me let me yeah like when you say four touchdowns this week. All right, it's like be a good one. when when we talk about Tom Brady this season, right? A, he's th I think he's tied for the most pass attempts in the NFL, which is, I mean, he's 45. You don't expect that. He's thrown 52 passes, not just the last week, the last two weeks. He's thrown 52 passes, right? His passing numbers, his yards, he has, I think he's like, what, third in the NFL in passing yards? The only thing he doesn't have are those touchdowns, right? Again, he's only thrown seven so far this season. Do we really expect him to not throw at least two this weekend against Pittsburgh? He's a very good quarterback against Pittsburgh. And if you look at some of his weaker games against um, week one, Dallas, Dallas is a very good defense, as we've seen, right? Week two against New Orleans. In New Orleans, tough stadium. Mike Evans got ejected. Uh, just a really ugly game. Chris Godwin was out. Bunch of receivers were out. Green Bay. Everybody was out in that game. I mean, literally every single Buccaneers wide receiver was out in that game, and he put up 16 points. The past two weeks when he's had real receivers, 
you know, I mean, he they didn't even look great against Atlanta. He's put up 31 and 21. I think he's going to put up at least 25 this week. I think he's going to get you a, a big a big W at, at that quarterback position. Well, he, he has Evans and Godwin, and that Pittsburgh defense is not going to come anywhere near to stop in the and anywhere near stopping those two. I'll say four touchdowns, two for each of them. I think huge week for Brady and huge week for both those receivers who are obviously necessary. Yeah, I mean, okay, so with tight ends, I don't really have any stardom sit-em tight ends because I feel like so far this season, I mean, it's been so hot and cold with tight ends. Like, I really I really don't have any info for you. If you got a tight end, just start him. Like, and I really wouldn't say, oh, this guy over this guy for sure because it's been so up and down this season. Um. I really, I mean, kickers and defenses. I don't want to talk about. Um, see, is there anyone else? Yeah, give us a tight end streaming. Option. If you have one, give it to us. Yeah, this is a guy that I'm gonna use in the case that Friar is out for Sunday's game. Robert Tunyon Jr. against the New York Jets. I, yep. I think this is a game like Aaron Rodgers has not been throwing the ball as much this year, but. Against the New York Jets, like I feel like Sauce Gardner is going to be locking down their number one receiver, but that's going to open up opportunities for Tanyan. That's going to open up opportunities for guys like Romeo Dobbs. As like I think Lazard probably gets coverage from Sauce Gardner, and then everybody else in that Packers Jets game definitely could be in a position to put up some points because it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean. Maybe yeah. he hasn't been up to the caliber of his two MVP seasons, but he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, I, okay. I'll say this. Tunyon could have some streaming value. Yeah, I'll say this. Um, I am starting Robert Tunyon and Randall Cobb in my in one of my leagues, both of them at the same time. Now, I might end up starting Evan Ingram, like, maybe. I mean, we'll see. I, I feel like, again, it's a toss-up. Um. But, yeah, I think Randall Cobb's going to have a good week. I think that Robert Tunyon's going to have a good week. I think that there are a lot more players this week that are going to have bad weeks. So I feel like this is kind of just a tough week for offensive players. Yeah. Um, you have four great offenses. I mean, unless you're – unless, unless you're my team when you have Kirk Cousins, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Mike Williams, Mike Evans, George Kittle, Eno Benjamin, Niners defense, Justin Tucker. I mean – Hey man, hey man, I'm just good at trades, right? I don't have anyone on my bench, really. I mean, let's be honest. But maybe I'll do a wheel and deal trade and get someone else, all right? Thank you all for listening. Thank you to Andrew for joining us. The Flutie Foundation, 5K. Wait, I think it's is it it's on Sunday. it's Sunday. So that's tomorrow. This episode is on Sunday or Saturday. So go to Lookout Farm. Get the get get there. Like, let's do it. Let's do it, folks. Um, seriously, thank you all for listening. Go to the Flutie 5K. Go to it, all right? Um, thank you for everyone for listening, and have a great day.